In today's emergency episode, we're going to talk about some news surrounding the New Jersey Devils. So I have some more updates regarding the Team Canada scandal. And Jesper Bratt was named an all-star to replace the injured Jack Hughes. So we're going to cover some miscellaneous topics that involve the Devils. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play play announcer, Devils Rider for Bucks and Pitchforks, and also part-time credential me a member, Trey Matthews. I hope you enjoyed the episode from earlier today in which I talked about the possibility of the New Jersey Devils reuniting with an old fan favorite, Adam Henrique, in a silly season discussion. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I had no intent of publishing a second episode in the same day, but consider this an emergency episode because there's a lot of news surrounding the Devils the last few hours, and I feel like it is my obligation to share the information with you guys and give you guys my thoughts on the matter. And for tomorrow's episode to help me celebrate uh, number 800, I have a special guest lined up. It is Chico Resch. He is the color commentator for Matt Loughlin for the New Jersey Devils' airwaves. And not only that, he is a former Stanley Cup champion and a three-time NHL All-Star. So looking forward to my discussion with Chico, but that's for tomorrow. For today's episode, I'm going to give you guys an update regarding the 2018 Team Canada scandal. And then a little later, we'll talk about Jesper Bratt and what's going on with All-Star Weekend for the Devils. And then in the third and final segment, I have a special message for you guys because I feel like I need to show you a lot of appreciation. So it's going to be a little unorthodox what I'm going to do in the third segment, but I owe it to you guys. So once again, me discussing what's going on with Team Canada, it is strictly facts, and I'm going to do my best to put the puzzle together and try to uh, keep the storylines in check so that way everyone is all caught up. So let's start off with the official post from TSN on X. So they said four NHLers, Carter Hart, Michael McLeod, Dylan Dubay, and Cal Foote have been directed to surrender to London police to be charged with sexual assault in connection with an alleged incident that occurred during a 2018 Hockey Canada event. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, wait a minute, you said you did a full-fledged episode and also said that Michael McLeod and Cal Foote were connected to the matter. Well, yes, that is true. But the thing is, is remember, no names were released, but people were putting two and two together. So people had a good hunch as to which players will be surrendering to London, Ontario police because Cal Foote and Michael McLeod, they were absent from a recent Devils practice. And it was later revealed by the organization that they were taking an indefinite leave of absence, quote unquote. And the same could be said for Carter Hart and also Dylan Dubay, whose uh, statement was a little bit different from the Calgary Flames. They said he had left the team due to mental reasons. And obviously we, we know that was complete crap and we know what the situation is now. And there was another player playing in Switzerland by the name of Alex Formentin, who was actually the first player to surrender to London, Ontario police. So those were the five players to take indefinite leave of absences from their respective organizations. And people said that cannot be a coincidence because what do all five of those players have in common? 
they were all a part of that 2018 Team Canada unit. So people, once again, were just putting two and two together, and they said, most likely, when it becomes official, these are the names that are going to be released. So that post and that article just basically means is that it is now officially official. Here are the players involved with uh, the, the scandal, and here's what they're going to be charged with. Now, Michael McLeod's lawyers put out this statement. So his lawyers are David Humphrey and Seth Weinstein. They said, we are the lawyers representing Mike McLeod. We can now confirm that more than five and a half years after Emmy's, so Emmy is the alleged victim in this case. Obviously, that is not her real name. This is just uh, to keep uh, her identity a secret, but digressing a little bit, Emmy's initial complaint to police, the London Police Service has charged Mike McLeod with sexual assault. Mr. McLeod denies any criminal wrongdoing. He will be pleading not guilty and will vigorously defend the case. None of the evidence has been presented, let alone tested in court. We ask the public to respect Mr. McLeod's privacy and his family's privacy because the matter is now before the court. We will not comment further at this time. Now, if you were wondering if the Devils would release a statement discussing the matter even further, well, more or less the same as to what uh, they were saying a few days ago, courtesy of Ryan Ovazinski. So still no detail from like Tom Fitzgerald or the rest of the organization. Now, people are saying like, how could Tom Fitzgerald sign Cal Foot when he knew about the 2018 Team Canada scandal? Well, here's the thing. Daniel Moya of the Hockey Writers put this out on the X app. He said, Cal's foot agent previously said he was not involved and that was the extent of what anyone knew. Tom Fitzgerald should not receive any blame for this. So once again, remember, players released statements saying they had no involvement with the situation whatsoever. The only player to not release a statement was Michael McLeod. So once again, I'm not going to speculate on today's episode on the matter. Just want to stick to the facts, but just wanted to share what uh, Daniel Moya put out on his respective social media. Now, Emily Kaplan, who is a hockey reporter for ESPN, she put this out on her respective social media page and said, I've heard that some of the players were directed by their lawyers not to tell their teams any details about potential charges. Not sure how this played out in Calgary, but something to keep in mind. So a lot of people have questions, and rightfully so. What's going to happen to these players? Because according to Rick Westhead of TSN, he said, Gary Ellis, the former head of Toronto Police Services Sex Crimes Unit, told TSN in an interview that the players would be photographed, fingerprinted, and directed to sign an undertaking not to have contact with the alleged victim, either the, they report to police or at a subsequent date. Lawyers who specialize in criminal sexual assault cases have told me a trial in this case is unlikely before 2026. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, because if you're like me and don't really know much about the law, you're probably thinking, wait a minute, does that mean we're going to have to wait until after 2026 to hear the fate for these players? Well, not entirely. I spoke with my colleagues over at Pucks and Pitchforks. That basically means that if this case does go to trial. So that's how the circumstance is panning out in that sort of aspect. Now, Another question that people have is that what does this mean for the careers of Hart, McLeod, Foote, and Dubay? Well, according to Eric Macromala of TSN, he said, do not expect Carter Hart, Michael McLeod, Dylan Dubay, and Cal Foote to return to the NHL after being charged. 
The NHL is likely to place them on paid leave pending the disposition of the case. Depending on how the case resolves, the NHL could then discipline the players. Now, how would they discipline the players? Well, courtesy of Charlie O'Connor, who is a local Philadelphia writer, he shared this article courtesy of Chris Johnson and also Ian Mendez. The NHL commissioner has the right to suspend a player or terminate a contract or issue a fine for quote-unquote off-ice misconduct per the CBA. We'll see if that's the route Batman takes after charges are filed. Now, obviously, I don't want to jump to conclusions or anything, but if I had to make an educated guess, I would say that the careers for those uh, players that are listed in this case, I don't think they're going to play in the NHL ever again. But that's just my hunch. That's my uh, educated guess on the matter. Now, you're probably also thinking, well, how would the contracts pan out for all those players? Well, it's a lot easier than you think because all those players are pending RFAs. So once their contracts expire at the conclusion of this season, I think it would make things a little easier to deal with. So that's all the information I got for a time being. Obviously, I know it's a lot to take in and everyone has questions, including me. But keep in mind, this is certainly not going to be the end in which we hear updates on the matter. And uh, remember that the London, Ontario police, they will do a public press conference that will be streamed on Facebook Live on February 5th, shortly after All-Star Weekend. So always keep that in mind because we might get more information in that sort of regards. Now, I said that I didn't want to speculate and I said that I want to stick to the facts, but if I just had to take a guess and if I just had to basically put everything together and how the circumstance is panning out, I would say that these players' NHL careers, most likely done, but we'll see what happens. And I'm not the only person to report on that. So we're going to shift over to some other news regarding the Devils momentarily. But before we continue, let me tell you guys about FanDuel. So happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. So FanDuel has so many ways that you can end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today and you'll get a $200 bonus in bets in your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Please remember to gamble responsibly. Okay, so like I said, I've already done a full-fledged episode on the Team Canada scandal. And if you want to check out my opinions and thoughts on the matter, I will leave a link to that episode in the description. And I want to shift over to another bit of news regarding the Devils. And that is Jesper Bratt being named an All-Star to replace the injured Jack Hughes. Now, I talked about this in the episode earlier today that it was possible that Jack Hughes could return during All-Star Weekend. In fact, I was one of the few people who said, yeah, I, I want him to participate in All-Star Weekend just because like, it's been a while since he's played. There's really nothing to gain or nothing to lose if he suits up in the All-Star game. So I was hoping that he'd be ready to go because the Devils will have a tough challenge on February 6th when they take on the Colorado Avalanche. So I'm just saying like, it's not going to get any easier from the Devils from here on out. 
and Jack Hughes hasn't played in almost a month. So why don't you get him some action just so he's ready to go? But it's been revealed that he will not participate in the All-Star game nor the skills challenge. Matt Barzell will, will replace him in the skills challenge and Jesper Bratt will take his place in the All-Star game. Now, the thing is, is that the Devils now have four current All-Stars on their roster. So Nico Kiescher, he was an All-Star in 2020. Jack Hughes is still a three-time All-Star, 2022, 2023, and 2024. Timo Meyer was an All-Star in 2022. And now Jesper Bratt is an All-Star in 2024. Goes to show you that the Devils have a lot of star power on the roster. Now, I remember doing an episode about this a little over a year ago in which I talked about the possibility of Jesper Bratt becoming an All-Star. And I said his main issue was that Similar to how the Devils played in December, his game started to decline a little bit. So he would have had to rely on the advanced analytics to get him into the All-Star game. But I think everyone amongst the Devils discourse knew how good Jesper Bratt was. And I said the narrative fits. He's still a very good player. He racks up a lot of points and he has great speed. And we'll, I'll go into more detail momentarily. But according to Big Head Hockey on X... Big Headed Hockey put this out on the X app. They said when looking at Jesper Bratt and his career up to this point, he was drafted in the sixth round in 2016 by the Devils as an undersized skilled winger. Another year in Sweden comes over and makes roster straight out of training camp, becomes the lowest drafted teenager in 23 years to make the NHL, puts up 35 points in his rookie season, he exploded for 73 points during the 2021-2022 season, hit 73 points again last season, which solidified him a lengthy extension from Tom Fitzgerald. So Jesper Bratt wanted to bet on himself and show everyone that 2021-2022 wasn't a fluke and that he could do it consistently. This season, he took another step on pace for 87 points, despite Jack Hughes missing a lot of the season. And now he is an NHL All-Star, one of the best stories in the league. I couldn't have narrated it any better because when you want to look, look at underdog stories uh, in sports, look no further than... Jesper Bratt on the Devils roster because six round draft pick he had overcome so much was undersized and yet he overcomes every obstacle in his path and I think another thing that I would have added into that uh, post was that he uh, signed a one year extension with the Devils at the conclusion of the 2021-2022 season and it was about to go to the arbitration hearing but before that hearing took place they agreed on a one year extension because Bratt wanted to bet on himself and show everyone that he is capable of being a very good point-per-game player. And another thing is that he came out the gate strong on a lengthy point streak, slowed down in December, but I think everyone knew how valuable Jesper Bratt was. And his playoff performance wasn't really all that good, and people had their doubts, and people were wondering if the Devils would trade him away, because I think Elliot Friedman was saying that if the Devils and Jesper couldn't uh, come to an agreement on a new contract, then I think the Devils wouldn't have any problem trading him away. And I actually believe that claim just because I remember during uh, Tom Fitzgerald's exit interview, he said that just because the Devils didn't have a first round draft pick in the upcoming draft didn't mean that they wouldn't get one. So I said the only player that I think teams would be willing to give the Devils a first round draft pick for was Jesper Bratt. Now, some people like to say that he's a streaky player. Sometimes he goes ice cold and that is fair. Sometimes he does go ice cold, but Big Head Hockey also put this out on the X app. They said, Jesper Bratt without Jack Hughes, 15 games, six goals, 11 points. So Devils have a record of five, nine, and one. So they're missing a lot of star power. So it doesn't 
help that not only Jack Hughes is out, but Dougie Hamilton is out. Some death pieces like Brendan Smith and Jonas Siegenthaler also out. So the Devils have never been fully healthy. So I don't think it's fair to put that sort of blame on Jesper Bratt's shoulders because I think he's been doing a great job of carrying the load for the Devils. Now, the first go around when Jack Hughes went down with his injury, yes, he was pretty much non-existent. But once Jack Hughes came back, it felt like he got his superpower once again. Because remember, peanut butter and jelly between Jesper Bratt and Jack Hughes, that small marketing gimmick. And then Jack Hughes goes down with another injury. And Jesper Bratt is on a point streak right now. And his production is still there. So another thing I want to factor in is that his impact is there. The narrative is there. And this season for Jesper Bratt, he has appeared in 47 games. He has 19 goals, 31 assists for a grand total of 50 points. And once again, he's on pace to uh, net 87 points this year. I don't think uh, him reaching 100 points is out of the realm of possibility. He would have to go on a hot streak, but it's still within striking distance. I, I don't think it's impossible. Is it likely? Probably not, but I still think it's very possible. So keep that in mind. So his impact is there. His narrative is there. But I think another thing that I want people to take into consideration is that he's sort of similar to Jack Hughes. He's not the same. He's not on the same playing field as Jack Hughes. No one take that out of context. It's just that he's similar, as in he has great speed similar to Jack Hughes. And I think that's what makes those two so great with one another is because they both have speed to burn and they can find each other on wide open opportunities. And Jesper Brad has also been a big X factor on the power play for Devils. Obviously, it's gone downhill a little bit with Jack Hughes' absence, but make no mistake with uh, Jesper Brad, Jack Hughes, also Luke Hughes, uh, the Devils' power play was elite for uh, a few months of the season for a reason. Now, they pretty much have hit a, a dry spell, but I'm sure they'll break out of it once players get healthy. So, as I said a little over a year ago, I think in my heart-to-heart, Jesper Bratt deserves to be an all-star, and he deserves the chance. So, I'm glad he's getting it right now. And, obviously, I hope Jack Hughes is ready to return come February 6th. But, for the time being, Jesper Bratt will represent the Devils in the All-Star game, and it's rightfully earned. So Nico Heischer, Jack Hughes, now Jesper Bratt. Timo Meyer was technically an All-Star in 2022, but he was with the Sharks. So the original big three for the Devils, now all All-Stars, and I think the league will start to take notice a little bit more because I'm tired of people saying that Jesper Bratt is underrated. And I think he deserves more attention, more recognition for what he's capable of doing. Now, we're going to shift over into segment three in which I do something a little bit different because um, I recently surpassed over 800 episodes and I and I have a special guest lined up for tomorrow's episode. Um, it is Chico Resch and we're going to talk about his career a, as a Devils commentator and also as a former Stanley Cup champion himself, three-time NHL All-Star at the goalie position. So Chico and I had a great discussion, but I want to thank you guys for uh, sticking by me these last few years and uh, helping me reach uh, uh, eight century marks of me hosting this show. Now, we'll get into that momentarily. But before we continue, let me tell you guys about Jace Medical, because I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of life. But can we just talk a little bit about trying to prepare for real life events? So I can't imagine a more helpless feeling if uh, any of my family members get sick while a supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay with Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinuses, skin infections, among others. 
This stuff can happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It has never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. And now let's talk about a new partner, a part of the Locked On family, and that is Factor. So get started on your resolutions with Factor. So you're ready for the new year. Factor is ready to eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in a new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie and more, plus over 55 weekly add ons. You'll have a ton of nutrition and flavors options to kickstart your resolution. So forget frantic lunch preps and rush dinners. Factors two minute meals are your secret weapon in the new year. Fuel up fast with restaurant quality meals, all delivered right to your door. Factor now offers loads of snacks and options like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep you going no matter what's going on in this schedule. So head to factormeals.com slash locked on NHL 50 and use the code locked on NHL 50 to get 50% off. That's code locked on NHL 50 at factormeals.com slash locked on NHL 50 to get 50% off. Okay, so to close out today's episode, like I said, this was sort of an emergency episode. I had no plans of posting another episode in the same day. Very rarely do that. But I want to thank you guys for sticking by me through this chaotic year because I've been able to do a lot of great things and it doesn't uh, happen without your guys' support. So I know things are hectic with the Devils right now. It's been up and down. They've been dealing with injuries, obviously. You got some players in the news for wrong reasons. And I know the Devils aren't really where they want to be in the standings, but I assure you, things are going to get better with time. So I want everyone to just like come together and just basically support one another because I think that's what we all need right now. So like I said, it hasn't been the easiest of times to be a Devils fan for right now for more reasons than one, but I think everyone should just uh, once again, come together and know why we are all connected in the first place, which is our our love for the Devils. So I just wanted to put that out there. Very simple, quick message. And like I said, this episode was a little unorthodox. I apologize if it was a bit of a downer once again. And I will give you guys more updates on the Team Canada scandal as the weeks progress. And I'm happy for Jesper Brett that he's now an all-star. And now maybe he'll be given the right platform that he deserves to go from underrated to a player that I think deserves his respect in the NHL. So let me know what you guys think. What did you think about Jesper Bratt being named an all-star? And also, if you have any more questions about the Team Canada matter, I will do my best to answer it the best I can. Just keep in mind, I am not a police officer, nor am I a lawyer. So I I can't really uh, speak on certain aspects of it. I got to wait until the facts come out. But I I know everyone is curious and wants to know, like, how is this going to pan out? For right now, we don't really know. But if you have any questions, shoot away and I'll do my best to address it. And maybe uh, everyone in the comment section can come together and try to answer questions that might pop up. So as for this episode, that's all I have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode in which I talk to Chico Resch. Thanks for listening once again.